Hey, Tijuana Snake Fight, the new single by The Reigning Monarchs, is available at thereigningmonarchs.com and on iTunes now. And you can pre-order the vinyl 7-inch at thereigningmonarchs.com. Sweater up, bitches. Get involved in The Reigning Monarchs at reigningmonarchs.com. TheRainingMonarchs.com, Dave. I'm Greg, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what do you have to plug? Dick. Okay, here we are. This is it. No, it's not it. It's not. You made it sound like the podcast was ending. Okay, good night, everybody. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you made it seem like this was the last one. Oh, fuck. We were ever going to do. I'm sure there's people that feel that they that this should be the last one if they even stayed this long. But but uh, uh, I'm Greg. This is uh, uh, I'm Dave, and this is Walking the Room, episode six in. Uh, uh, I, Dave and I are thinking about maybe doing seasons, maybe like 10 or 15 episode seasons, taking a couple weeks off. Uh, well, we're going to take what's known as a cry bath, where we, we cry and then we sit, <laughs> in, the, we sit in a tub I've of tears. That. Yep, cry bath, you sit in a tub of tears. Oh, you wow. you think about how Shouldn't be hard for you gone. to fill yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it would take me a couple months to email you in the afternoon. When do they take the house? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, they are coming for the house. They're coming for all of it, dude. They're coming for all of it. Don't uh, sit too far away from me. I need also the power of your mic. I got my arm wrapped around uh, Dave fuck. in what I like to call a pod cuddle. And we are, <laughs> we are cuddling up on the couch because my mic is crappy and yours is good. And we can't hear more about uh, the fidelity of this thing. We are like two retards who are constantly being asked, <laughs> will you fix it? Will you make your podcast sound better? It's not that complicated. <laughs> And yet we don't. We had, week after week, we don't do it. We're still in mono. We had uh, Steve Agee offer to help. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore's got a fine podcast. I'm doing it this weekend. Yeah, he offered to help. Yeah, yeah. NGC uh, who, uh, from uh, Houndstooth Radio uh, back in Boston who does podcasts for other people offered her time. She's got a baby. Do you know what I, do you know what I say to all that? What? I got this. Yeah, you do. I fucking got this. And the first half hour of your visit here was just you bent over yep. on the couch going, fuck! Yeah. Well, fuck! Yeah. It it did work. No, it's never worked. <laughs> this whole thing is just a fucking sham. So welcome to Walking the Room. Uh, I'm not wearing a bra. Six. Uh, no. You, and... Uh, and it looks like it. You look like uh, you look like Kate Moss on a bender. I just want to put that out there. It's yeah, kind of she warm likes to go. I'm not wearing a bra. Yeah, we're very close <laughs> on a couch. <laughs> just saying, pod cuddle, pod cuddle. Everyone's <laughs> doing it. Pod cuddle. <laughs> this is the first pod cuddle ever. It is. I don't know nobody else doing pod oh, cuddle. Oh fuck. So, uh, uh, lots to talk about this week. Um, um, first off. Uh, in you know, it's a small community. The podcasting community. There's uh, 25 of us that do podcasts, at least yeah. in the comedy circuit. Uh, I don't know how many people are doing it in the science circuit. Oh. Um, and uh, already, apparently, we have a rivalry. Is that yeah, we do. We have a, we have a rivalry. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with uh, W. Kamal Bell. Um, yeah, 
You think so? I guess what I meant to say is I'm familiar with it. We both know W. Kamau Bell. No, he's like blown up. Like he went to like New York and met with Spike Lee and did a show at the PS122 and like got held over. Well, like he's super funny. Yeah, yeah, he's a very funny. Yeah, guy. yeah, he's a super funny guy. I like I like him a lot. San Francisco um, guy. So he he started talking shit on Twitter about the guitar playing. On the on the the guitar playing on what? This is what he says. Our podcast plays guitar better than your podcast. Their podcast is the Field Negro Guide to Arts and Culture with W. Kamal Bell and Vernon Reed. Hey, could you guys put some more words in there? Oh, no. Jesus fucking Christ. Here's the thing. I just read a book, and it's your podcast You know who Vernon Reed is, right? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, he's from, uh, he was from, uh, he's a very good guitar player. He's from uh, In Living Color. That was the TV In show. He's from Living Color. Show, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that could have been more racist. You know what's funny? That could have been more racist. I, I just read, I just read, no, it's just a slip of the... Slip yeah, of right, that. yeah, yeah. Black people doing television, black people making a band. <laughs> <laughs> the names are close. <laughs> I, the fucking names are close. I'm bad with names. Oh my God. Here's the thing. I can't even tell the difference. But here's the thing. Yeah, yes, Debbie Kamau Bell. Your, your band plays, you have a fucking ringer. Do you know that the guy that plays guitar for the Walking the Room is mostly retarded? Yeah, but are we sure that that's the Vernon Reed? I bet it's not. I bet it's Vernon Chapman. Is there a Vernon Reed the comedian? Is there a Vernon Reed comedian? There, I don't From know. I don't know. No, no, I don't. That I don't know. That so, I do not know. So this, but I have to listen. Son of this, this son of a bitch. Yeah. Sends a, a tweet. My way, our way, yeah. My way mostly because you fucking sit around all day doing shit, not mm-hmm. reading. The, I got to deal with all these people. Right on that, yeah. All, one, one a week. How many? One yeah. a week. We got a tweet a week. I get, we got a tweet a week. Who? Uh, tweet a week. So this son of a bitch is sitting around. Uh, w. I'm gonna call him W. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he throws out a tweet, and he's got a fucking. He's got a. Is it, was it eighties? Were they eighty? They were they were nineties. Yeah, they 80s? were like uh, they were like uh, no, I think it was the nineties. Yeah, but he's a, he was a bit of a guitar god. Vernon Reed was a bit of a guitar god. Yeah, yeah. And then so the, he's got a fucking guitar god. Yeah, sitting in his right, and he fucking throws that shit out. Well, I mean, that's like uh, yeah, that's like that's like my man can beat up your baby. <laughs> you know, that's like. <laughs> My lion can kill your kitten. Like, oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. You know, but does he have the heart of a lion, which I do as I'm playing the walking the room theme? No. Uh, and I will throw, uh, and by the way, Vernon, go ahead and check out Tijuana Snake Fight from the Rainy Monarch. It's not a, that The guitar playing isn't pretty awesome on that. It's not a, there, there's no heart of a lion in that thing. The heart of a lion in that theme yeah, song. A little kitty cat. There's nothing... No Walking the room, <laughs> so good. No, it's it so good. It's good, man. It's got that really surfy, twangy. It's awesome. I like the music. The dude singing. The dude singing is so good. Fire him. Walking the room. I don't even know what's happening. So okay. yeah. So that's let fine. me let me look up. Let me look. You. That sounds like a good podcast, though. Their their podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I would, really? Because the name yeah. is super long. We got to talk. You know what? Uh, I'm going to throw this out since they apparently have better guitar than us. Um, our name is better. What's their Then your again? extended mix name, the Field Negro Guide to Arts and Culture with W. Kamau Bell and Vernon Reed. I fell asleep during Negro. Right? I got 
<laughs> I didn't even get that far into no, the that's, title. That's racist. At that point, that's... I've already walked out of the room. Right. I, they I walked would... the room. The, oddly, they for used me, the word Negro. I didn't. The only word that I woke up for was I Negro. fell asleep during the racism. I <laughs> to the self-inflicted racism. I fell asleep. I fell, yeah, flatulate yourself somewhere else, boys. Right? Yeah. I fell asleep uh, during uh, the field. I wake up during Negro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fall back asleep uh, when they when they get back to Guide to Arts and Culture. Yeah, yeah. Vernon Reed's a great guitar player. The title of their show is a little long. Uh, but they're our rival. I love it. Let's go at them. And here's the other thing. Uh, if you want some background on uh, W. Kamal Bell, uh, you should listen to him on the Mark Maron podcast because he has some very interesting things to say about alternative comedy. He's an and, interesting guy. And we agree with him 100% on what he said. Yeah. Uh, and it's about uh, how... Uh, no, let people find out. Yeah, yeah, Tear find surprise. it. Go find it. Go find it. Go do, Jeez, go. We've given that guy enough. I mean... Sh- okay, so... Uh, yeah, no. I looked it up. It is, it is the real Living Colors Vernon Reed. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're done. Fuck him. He's got... You know what they don't it. do at the beginning of their show? What? Oh, I wonder if this mic works. <laughs> I mean, their show as a professional musician is probably interesting and funny. I mean, they've already got a lot. They've already... Look, you know what? More people are going to listen to their first episode than will listen to us by the end of the run of this thing in 2014 when we shut it down. You think we're going to shut this down in 14? Yeah, I think we are going to go to 14 and then we're going to shut it down. Because I, if that, if we make it to 14, I see us like doing it in like a, like a, like a rail station in like a car and there's hay around us and we've just still got the computer, but we got nothing. We got nothing. Because we threw it all into the podcast. We did. We put it on the podcast. That's all we're clinging. We're clinging to sort of a buoy called the podcast. Here's the thing though. At least we didn't stick with blogging. Isn't it weird how people's <laughs> blogs have just dried up? I if still you go blog. to Twitter and you see somebody, yeah, you do. If you go to somebody's Twitter though and you go to their blog... They've started podcasting, and their blog was last updated September 2009. <laughs> and it was some – because now they don't have to write. Yeah, you can They don't have talk. to type. You can just talk, and you can say it, and you, anyone can pretty much do this, even though we somehow yeah. together can't. No, it's really bad. But congratulations so far on keeping the mic near your face. Because yeah, last week, it was great in that you've been a professional comedian for about 20 years. But right. you kept turning your head away from the mic. I want what had happened was I work in professional comedy clubs, not right. the coffee houses you work in, and they have microphones you have to have to hold away from you because they're, they're so loud to fill up the gigantic room that I have filled with people. I would like to take a very hot, <laughs> hot pot of coffee and pour it on your chest. And I deserve it. You know why I would I pour it on your it. face? Because I want to see how you look. So last week, I'm in San Francisco to do uh, uh, two shows of Bring the Rock and... Uh, didn't, didn't get invited. And... Uh, you have a baby. <laughs> Fuck, I don't give. Fuck him. I know. Uh, I should have invited you, but here's what uh, uh, here's what happened. So, uh, Tom Sawyer, who uh, runs the club, said, "Would you come and do the Mill Valley Arts Comedy Day event uh, in Mill Valley? It's at six thirty, and it's outdoors." Uh, which already, as a comedian, you go, "Well, that's going to suck for me, kind of, and probably for the people watching." Because yeah, yeah, who yeah. does comedy during the, in the sun? Yeah. In the evening in front of people. Outdoors is, is horrible, outdoors horrible, is horrible. We get there. It's 700 people. It's like they're they're incredible. They, they're they quiet. They listen. They like everybody. Marin goes on. I go on. 
it's fantastic. It was a really nice day. Marin and I got pins from the city and some kind of plaque and whatever. Afterwards, a girl comes up to me, a girl I've known, and this is how I know her. Um, we got arrested for DUI. And the reason I got arrested was is that uh, it was Valentine's Day of like, I would say, maybe 9091. And I am going to go to her house, but I don't want to stay, so I'll take my own car. Fuck yeah. So I follow her. She gets pulled over. Now, for some reason, I'm wearing a blazer, and I think, oh, I'm a gentleman. I'm going to pull over also. I pull over to see what happens. You're the stupidest gentleman alive. The cop comes up to me and literally, Dave, goes, why did you pull over? (laughs) The cop! What's wrong with you? Like, he was like, what? He goes, now I have to give you a breathalyzer. (laughs) He should have finished with the word dumb shit. I get out of the car and he says to me, he says to me, this is, by the way, you know the stereotype of cops are just fucking bullies that waited to become cops. Like, okay, that's true in some cases, but they're all just people. And this guy couldn't have been nicer, and he couldn't have been more disappointed to have to arrest me. Yeah, well, he was you... like, he goes, "Hey, it's a great jacket." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, I got it at Macy's." He goes, "That is a that is a, that is going to look really nice in the cell that I have to take you to because you just blew." I can't remember point was it one. Point one. So you weren't that. You weren't that. You know, I shouldn't have been on the road. And I shouldn't you weren't like, hey, I want, just want to see what's going on. You no, know? I wasn't that guy. I was drunk enough to want to go have sex with a girl and never talk to her again by leaving immediately afterwards by taking my own car. Oh, I call that sober. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, I haven't seen the girls for years. She looks great. She got she had a rough life, then she got it together. She's got her life completely together now, and she's with a friend. And she introduces the friend, and the friend goes, oh, you hosted a benefit that my husband was on. My name is Francesca. I was like, oh, cool. That's neat. I don't recall what it was that again. She was my husband is James Hetfield of Metallica. I've heard of him. Blah, blah, blah. They come have dinner with So this... much better than Vernon Reed. Yes. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> I have dinner with her. Here's the thing. So whatever. She comes and has dinner with us. She's super nice. She tells stories about James. We go back and forth. She was like, you know, he saw you in Hawaii one day and he chased you down. He wanted to say hi to you, but then he got, he, you were walking really fast and he didn't want to bug you. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. James Hetfield saw me in chased Hawaii. Chased you down? Chased me down. Didn't want to bug me. And said so I was walking real fast and just said, forget it. How weird is it for me to lose so much respect for him James in Hetfield. one moment? How about that? I felt that way. <laughs> Get a life, man. <laughs> Julian Casablanca's had the, had the, had the dignity to laugh at me when I was oh. saying, I think you're awesome because he knew that I was his carrot top. Could he not anyway, catch up to you because he tripped over his skirt? Uh, I guess, or his beard. So he, so, but this is the weird part. So she's like, please take his number and text him. He would love to hear from you. Oh, I don't know about, yeah, take his number, text him. I know, you know, he would, he loves texting people, text him. So I get his number. I don't text him the day after because it's weird. Then I tell a bunch of people, they're like, if you're going to text him, text him now. Don't wait like a week. That'll be strange. So I text him two days later. Hey, I met your wife. She was super cool. Uh... Uh, I say, hey, it's Craig. I met your wife. Super cool. Next time you see me, you know, walking too fast through Oahu, throw a rock in my head and let's have a coffee. God, you fucking... Nothing. No, I wouldn't answer I that nothing. either. Why? If you see me in Oahu and I'm on the fucking beach, fuck you. Just say, hey, what's up, dude? You fucking... I said, hey, what's did you, up? Did you write I that out first wife? before you... Did you like I finish? went through it like 14 times in my head because I was going to email, <laughs> don't give me this shit. Don't you act know, like you, know oh, what you I would say? just write. You would just write James Hatfield like, "Hey, bro, I, I what up?" I wouldn't. I'd say, "What up, Hattie?" No, you wouldn't. Uh, fuck yeah, I would. But here's the thing. I would have also waited two months. I, 
Why and then I would have texted him, here's see, the it, thing. see you at 7-Eleven. Here's my thing. Why send it at all? Because you're He's not going to... We're not going to be pals. Oh, he come on. He lives on another planet. He doesn't want... Does he, does he want to be friends with me? Well, he tried to chase you down in Hawaii. A yeah, story I find suspect. I bet he was chasing a girl in front of me. Yeah. His wife saw him, and he fucking had an out. That's Greg Barron. I love his comedy and his books. <laughs> you know, when me and the band were going through it, I thought, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> you're actually, you're, your book actually saved Metallica. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? They're all into each other now. That's so beautiful. So that's my little story from last week. That's that a good James story. James wife you, and I texted her. It's okay. It's not no, a it's, great story. It's a good story because you but do got you, nothing. I got nothing. Here's the thing. Let me ask you this. Do you cold call somebody? Do you cold text someone that, that you don't know but someone says you should? No. Never. Especially if they're ultra famous. Never. I International would, superstars. I would maybe... I would have... A desire to make fun of them a little bit. If he gave you his number, would you text him? Maybe. Only if but, you had something to tell him. But did he know that that was coming from you? That text? Like, did, like when your text comes up, it says, it says, you know, coming from whoever. Unless you're not in their phone, and then it's just a phone number. Right. So, did you start out with like, hey, it's Greg Barrett? Yeah. Hey, it's Greg Barrett. Maybe he just knows you as the dude. From the thing. He could. I mean, he gets a lot of texts. Maybe. I mean, he was out of the country. You know, maybe something like, like that. But I think he saw it and went, I don't. Fuck that guy. Francesca's always getting me into trouble telling people that I like him. I don't. Yeah. I was chasing him down so I could fucking hit him in the back of the head. Last time she did that to him, it was Jim J. Bullock. Oh, my God. So that was what happened last week. I sent James Hatfield the text. He hasn't texted me back. I don't expect that he's going to. I do, though, have his number in my thing now. So if you, if, if people, if you, if I would you like to text thing. James Hatfield. I call him Hattie. I mean, he's, people yeah, who are Hatfield. inside. He's not from the Hatfield of McCoy's inside, and he's not Juliana Hatfield. If you're inside. Juliana Hatfield's a whole other thing. A lot of people say if you're inside the circle, but if you're part of, uh, of G- Jimmy's thing, you're inside the hat. Yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, you're not, you're not inside of anything. You're not, <laughs> and you're not in my hat either. You're a disaster. Uh, when we come back, there's a question that we were sent that I, uh, that we're going to answer. And, uh, you had something to tell me, didn't you? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's another segment. Uh, in case you're wondering what happened between segments, Greg uh, is it called Bogarted? Greg just took my my drink and started drinking it like a fucking animal. God, you know how to do radio, like an animal. You really know how to bring entertainment to the podcast. I uh, mean, what a great story. You know what? We're the in thing the about lo- radio is first off, we do this thing from a place where the all, lion's den. We're coming. I am the lion. We're coming, and you. <laughs> Or the baby, you are the baby band. Let me, let me tell you and something. When the baby band uh, brings his drinks into the room, the lion gets to have them. You remember the storybook? There's, oh, fuck. Okay. Here's what if, I'm you're, if you're the lion, can I, yeah. lions are fucked. Yeah. That's it. I'm gonna say something really generally. There's a crazy person in my life, and this is how I describe them. So a lemon is yellow, and it's got lemon on the inside, right? It's a lemon. That's what a lemon is. A lemon is a fruit. It's a citrus fruit. And the fruit is on the inside, is, and it's all yellow. It's a lemon. 
Lemons are made of corn. No. A lemon. <laughs> do you know what corn is? Yeah, corn is like on a stalk. Right. And a lemon comes from a tree. That's right. And they're completely different. They are, right? And so corn is a starch. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, some people think it's a vegetable. Mm-hmm. But it's a starch. And then lemons are fruit. Okay? Right? Mm-hmm. So the, they're, they're different, right? Exactly. So you know what I'm talking about. I totally know what you're talking about. You do. Yeah. Lemons are made of corn. <laughs> so that's how that's going to go forever. So, and I was just, that's the thing I was saying. And also the thing is, when you're in the lion's den, the panda can't have all the drinks. It has to be the... Thing. What? So, the, so Mighty graduates from preschool this week. Now, here, in a lot of places, she just, like, you're done. You, that's the end of school. But at the school that we go to here, they do a whole thing with cap and gown. She's Cap fine. and gown? Cap and gown. So... What the fuck? She's been at this private school. True was there earlier. This is a little Montessori. It was a little schoolhouse with like 20 kids, and we were there at the very beginning. Now the thing has three houses, and there's hundreds of kids that go there, and it's a money-making machine. Yeah. And it's been sort of sad to see it go that way, but whatever. We've sunk our money into it, as of many other parents. Two kids have gone through that school. My older daughter, True, my younger daughter, Mighty. We put lots of money, lots of years. We've put seven years as a family or eight years as a family into that school. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome graduate, Mighty Fenrund. You're fucking kidding me. That's what my money gets me? From the teacher who started the school. I would have stood up and gone, money back! Or did you just yell money back? Money back. I. It was so funny because, and it's on videotape, and it's so funny because I was like, really? Like, the only name she got. I mean, we have people that go to that school. We have Israeli kids. We've got names that, that letters don't even make sense. Some of the kids go there, they have numbers in their names. And I know Barron's difficult, but if you've known us for seven years, you just say Barron. You don't go, you don't read it. I do. Please welcome graduate, Mighty Barron. I'm like, you know what, kids? Just change it. Change it now. Don't go through what I want. Well, that's why they got Mighty Luna and Bella True. Like, just stop there. Just be that. Just let that be your last name. You want your your kids to do one-name kids? No, they got two names. Mighty Luna and Bella True. Two-name kids. They could be the Trues. They could be the... They could be the... the, Trues? Whatever. She can have whatever last name they want. They can have whatever they want. But they can change the spelling of the name. Like, I, I don't care. I just, I don't know why I stuck with it. I, I love my dad, but I don't need to. I still forget how to spell your stupid name. I, I do the same with Hossein. Where the fuck does that H go? Yeah, that's a horrible P-O-H-E-S-E-N? P-O-H-E-S-E-N? Yeah, it's a stupid. You guys both have fucked up bullshit. Yeah, well, it's just we're both big stupid Germans. Ugh. Right? Fucking Germans. Yeah, no. I mean, he's probably Austrian. I don't know what he is. Tall, funny, a little bit high. Well, so it's your fault. I this take story... full responsibility. Yeah. But I just figure, you know, you can pay a whore to blow you. Can't you pay someone to say your name right? What? That doesn't make sense. What's That's what I told name? her afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to Can you stop. imagine if I'd said that? That's you... a stupid thing to say. I'm a terrible father. you, you got to stop with the whole, I can drink on graduation days. You gotta stop with that. 
Like it's a little closet in my sobriety that I like. I can, when my daughter graduates from when my daughter graduates from preschool, I want to be lit at the ceremony, and I don't care what any twelve-step program is trying to get me to do. If I know a bottle of James B. Marino, woo! Yeah. You know how to do it, baby. Yeah. Well, we're all proud of you. I'm proud of me too. Nah, fuck it. Uh, hey, uh, really quickly. Um, so a lot of people, not a lot of people, but a few people wrote and said how much they like Tijuana Snake Bite. And uh, uh, if you were interested in picking up the single, it's available on July 9th. And also, uh, you can pre-order it now, or you can just get it at iTunes. The vinyl. The vinyl! Anyway. Um, so I said earlier that we weren't going we to take relationship questions. Uh, or I wasn't going to take relationship questions. You Unless it's a relationship between a bear and, <laughs> that's and right. a goat. Yeah, that's right. That's it's the one. Right. It's the one. It's a bear clause. and a goat. There's and a bear uh, goat situation. But happening. Dave and I asked you question questions, and somebody wrote us, uh, uh, and I'm going to. He asked to be anonymous, so I'm going to paraphrase. Not only his, I'm not going to say his name, but I'm going to paraphrase his story. But anyway, the gentleman's been listening to the show. He's been very nice, very kind. Anyway, his story was that his wife has an illness that makes it so that she has a tough time in life and can't uh, work, and he works a job that he hates, and how does he, how, and he said he finds us inspiring, or the show inspiring, or something like that, and, and how do we keep doing it, and how do you, how do you, I guess he was just sort of saying, how do you, how do you keep going when you feel like you can't, which this is a is, heavy this, duty third segment. But. Let's just say it, the, the question is from George Bush. <laughs> it came from a little town in Texas. Yeah, uh, and that's a really good question. And I, you know, I uh, he said that he had a job and data entry, and that he hated it. And oh, thought, well, data and that's fucking rough, man. I would say if you're gonna hate something, hate. I mean, if you're gonna not make any money, or you're gonna, or you're gonna make little to no money, do it. Fucking become a trombone player. Like, fi- I in life, I really do feel like find the thing that you like doing and try to do that. Or as you're. Uh, you know, as you're working towards uh, your future, find the thing that you like because I, that's the only thing that gets me out the door is, is things that I like doing. I mean, shit, dude, this year has been a series of things that will not yield an income that I keep doing. I'm not going to – just, I've just started uh, collecting stamps. No one's going to go to your, <laughs> your, no go your starfish circus. It's the stupidest fucking idea. First off, a starfish circus, they don't have them. Now they will. <laughs> Because if you see the tricks that my starfish can... <laughs> Dude, the starfish circus is fucking awesome. Fucking you don't even know. See? See, that that's where you go. Well, you know... You're, no, you're a deflator. You know what? <laughs> you know what? The, you're a deflator big, mouse. One of the big problems with the, the uh, starfish circus is all the anger if that's coming st- out of it. It's such a fucking <laughs> angry circus. God, so hateful. They, no, they get angry yeah. when they get dry. But if you have squirt guns or you've got miskers, if you keep them wet, they can spin. They can do cartwheels. Oh, they can, you can throw them like tortillas at each other. It's listen. To it's me. the worst idea ever. Starfish circus. What? So what are we supposed? Are we supposed to? How do we see them? Do we go underwater? Is it like in a fucking pool? Am Why don't you wait until we do our show? July 9th. 
July oh, yeah. 9th at the Doll Hut in Anaheim, <laughs> July 10th at the Cat Club in Los Angeles. Wow. Come, see Star, come see the Starfish Circus. I I don't know. I actually don't know. I, I You know, my life has always been... No, you, you know what you're right about. There is something horrible and miserable about sitting in uh, a, a room typing away on a computer because data entry is brutal. Right. There's something you're... If, if he can, there's something better about having a job that's active where you're moving or yeah. you're fucking working with your hands. You would never understand that because no. you're, you're just useless. Right. But, but I do like to do shit. What does I that like mean? to try things. What I'm saying is is that there are things that make me get up and get out the door every morning. Yeah. The idea that someday I will make pants, which I've done. The idea that I could play in a surf band. The idea that I would do stand-up. The idea that I would do a, a podcast. None of these things make me any money. None of these things need to have a result other than the fact that I have something that really gives my life, seems like, meaning is just too much. It just makes me fucking happy. I yeah. do things that make me happy, and then I do things I don't like. I try and write a sitcom with my wife. That's fucking misery. Neither of us like sitcoms, and we're not good at it. But we, we get paid to do By it sometimes. Way, you can see that on CBS. It's going to be called This is Fucking Misery. So it's going to be a really <laughs> good show. Worst. It's the worst. And you know you have had to do writing jobs that you don't yeah, like and you like yeah. that. But then you find the shit that you do like to do. And you, I, I guess that's it. That's such a terrible answer. And so fucking generic. But I... I'd like to say take a... Take a shower with your lady and then go bang a tranny whore. <laughs> That's the worst. Don't do that. What? Don't take the shower. All right, so meth. Yeah, just go bang a tranny whore. Just go. What? She bangs. Oh my God! What Heaven's the fuck calling. Was that? I don't know if they could hear that. On the, I, is that your phone? That's a harp. There's a harp playing. Yeah. In your fucking bedroom. Yeah. We're in his bedroom, by the way. Because this is a cuddle, cuddle cast. <laughs> this is a cuddle cast. Pod cuddle. Pod cuddle cast. Oh, we got to figure this mixing board out because I cannot handle how sweaty and hot this is. I know we got to figure it out. We'll have a we'll have a room that we do this in someday, or a cell of some kind. Or um... no, but genuinely, what would you say to somebody who like when you hear a question like that, which is so much bigger than what the question is? It's a guy who's saying, "How how can I be? How can I?" How can I find somebody to carry on in a situation where I feel like I'm not getting? He's not winning. No, he's, he's not. not getting. He's not getting <clears throat> well, the wins. Okay. He's not getting the. His wife's got this thing that keeps her uh, immobile at times, and he can't make enough money. I mean, there's so many people like that now in the country. It's like, what do you see? You know, other than try something you really like. I mean, it just sounds so horrible, but I don't know. I think of the things that I like, and I try and do them. Yeah, but we have. We we are very lucky in that we have spent a lifetime getting to a place where we have a, a lot of free time. Right, like we, we didn't have. take there, right. there based are, on almost <clears throat> on mediocre talent. Totally mediocre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talent. I've seen your I've seen your shit. No, no, no. Let's just start. Um, I haven't seen yours. That's how mediocre it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be able. To, I'd love to tell people to YouTube, but what the fuck are they going to find except a couple of angry rants you know, in your just, bedroom? Just look for me. I'm all over the internet. A guy w, Kamal Bell. I saw I two reviews good... where people said they like this show, and they're like, oh, and I like Dave. What do you like about Dave? Oh, I really like, it really turned out that I like Dave. Like, they, they were already fans of mine, and then they're like, but you know what's great is Dave. I'm like, from what? Is it weird that... Is he, he's good from what? Is it weird that something you're involved in finally has a fucking spark? <laughs> a little bit of life? Wow. Yeah. 
It's so true. It really is true. Because listening to you normally without me is, I like, wasn't gonna, is like carving a log. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going to know. So are we I, done with the guy? Did we, did we just... No, you didn't give your answer. What do you think? Well, it's, it's, it's brutal because, and, and you know, there, there was a point in my life where I, where I was like working in the insurance office and like was like, am I going to do stand-up or am I going to do this? And I chose stand-up. I went, I'm just going to fucking go for it. And that was a hard, you know, hard few years getting there. But I could have easily been the guy in the insurance office, and you're there. It's nine hours a day, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. you're you're commuting there, and then you get back, and you're fucking tired because doing a job like that drains the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, right. But you got a check coming in at least, Work. right? You know what the number one thing that makes me feel better? What working out? Yeah, it it changes my mindset. Yep, and it also allows you to, I, do, I think that opens up some creative doors to start thinking about other things that you could do, because you didn't come here to, the thing about life is you didn't come here to do time. You're not here serving a sentence, and there are those things where, I was talking with a friend about this today, So there are things in life that are that you're good at, and that are easy for you, and somehow we don't end up doing those sometimes, is it, because they seem sort of frivolous. You no. go, oh, I'm good at that, like, whether it's, whether I, it's... I can't make money from punching pillows. <laughs> you're good at it and you know what you haven't tried and in fact you are because that's the funniest thing you've said on this podcast and that's what's going to keep this thing rolling and this is a fucking money maker you just made it <laughs> can I tell you how I'm not going to make money okay so I love surf music and that's Wait, why you, I started the band on? no I'm, but this is sort of part of the whole time okay because I had one because I want to ask your I want to ask your opinion about this oh yeah. do you have you want to finish finish your point I, I, the, my point is with the working out thing you, you will find whether it's ten minutes or fifteen minutes a day that you can carve out of that existence that you're hating to do something that you fucking enjoy, mm-hmm. just that little fucking thing, and then you'll find that you'll be thinking about that, and it will expand or yep. whatever. You know, just I just even if it's ten minutes, just figure I, it out. I have a friend who just once or twice a week plays soccer. Just it's just it's 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 his, he's got. He lives in a tiny house. He has a big family, three daughters. He works his ass off. He's a total stud, but his life is just fucking filled to the brim. He works and works, and then he comes home. He's got three little girls, a wife that works. Their life is complicated, and it's hard, and it's shared in a relatively small space. He plays soccer, and I swear to God, it saves his life every week. Yeah. Just going out, you know, and playing I think he also plays some. He plays bass in his garage. Like he, he has not given up the things that make him feel a like a man, which is something that we also, as a man, sometimes you want to feel like a genuinely are a guy that can do things that, that that you know you want to. That the autonomy of being a man, and uh, and B just make you feel like you, you have some other purpose in this life, whether it's being a teammate on a soccer team or creating some dumbass bass music in your um, garage or playing with a band or whatever. Now here we go, band. So I have this band, and the whole reason I do it is because I really, my first favorite piece of music was uh, the, the theme of the good and the bad and the ugly, and I just, I've always liked that kind of music and surf music, blah, blah, blah. So I have this band, and I, it was an idea that started as a guitar lesson, then my guitar teacher and I decided to write a song that I could go up on stage to, and it evolved into a band, and the band got big as we recorded. Then I wanted to take the band out on the road, so we went out and we did some shows, and I paid the band at first, and it was clear that this was not going to be a, a, a money-maker money venture. So you're not, you're not like a Rolling Stones situation. Now, there's a guy in the band. Uh-oh. And I say to him, 
He says, well, I'm getting paid for this gig. I said, you know what? This is a no-money gig. He says, I can't do it. I said, I get it, but it's a no-money gig. This is not a money-making. You know what? They, this is a surf band, by the way. Do you know yeah. that? They've None of them have ever made money. No. So, and then I don't invite him to do any more gigs. So he sees that I've got some gigs planned for the record release party. And he writes me, he says, I can do those gigs. I said, that sounds amazing. I said, I'll see what money I can get you. He goes, what do you mean you'll see what money I can get you? I said, well, there, there'll be some money, maybe, you know, I'll see what it is. He goes, well, here's what I'm going to need to play. And I didn't ask him again. <laughs> he wants $50 to rehearse. What? He wants $200 for the out-of-town gig and $100 for the in-town gig. Whoa, 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 now, whoa. <laughs> this guy is a professional musician. I mean, who does he think he's playing with? That'd be like going to a charity event and going, when am I getting my check? It's a charity event. Yeah, that's neat. When am I getting my check? No, but you performed to help me raise money for the charity. Right. And then we raise money for daddy. When am I getting my check? I, I'm like, just, hey, don't ask. Just don't leave me alone. No. And now, but now here's what I realized. Here's he, what I realized. He needs fucking work. But I've also created a situation that involves me helping, like, now my goal is to learn how to do something completely on my own that involves one other person and that I don't have, like, so I can't you're play. You're back to comedy. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I like playing. I really want to play. I played last weekend at Bring the Rock. I wrote this brand new surf jam with Grantley Phillips. We opened with it. He sang this weird backing vocal. It was really fun. It came together in a few minutes. Mark Rivers, Dave Gibbs. We played this thing. We wrote it during the day just by happenstance. Opened the show with it. Everyone loved it. I got to play guitar in front of everybody. I don't think there's anything I like more in the whole world. I, nothing makes me feel cooler or more alive or of purpose. And I was doing it while wearing pants I made. But the point is, what the fuck? sometimes we create situations for ourselves that almost get us to where we want to be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you could so easily be a guy in a hospital doing that. I mean, seriously. You could be in a fucking gown out on the patio. They're like, it's, hey, everybody come out. Greg's going to do his band. And then, you, and then you're and <clears> then <throat> singing your, your surf song. And then you go, uh, I made these pants. And then you keep singing your song and they all clap. Like, like so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a lemon is yellow. <laughs> and it's got a citrus fruit on the inside. And corn is a starch. It's a different thing, right? Yeah, lemons are made of corn. You've constructed constructed a world of delusion. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good though. It's my own world. <laughs> Three people asking where I could, they could get the pants. No, they didn't. Yeah, I mean, they, were, I they, they, they were they in the were they yeah, in the green room with you? Were they named Mark Rivers? And... No, no, no. There were two. There were there were two. One person was shooting the show. The other per the other two people were from the audience. So those are great. Did I, they, so I made them myself. They go, you, I'd like to get a pair. Did you bring them up on did you bring it up on stage? I never mentioned these, it. I made these pants. I never mentioned it. Never. They're just that cool. Why is it hard for you to believe that I can do so many things so well? <laughs> and you can barely get this plugged in. <laughs> Why is it hard for you to believe that I am as magnificent as I, I say I am? Because I know I named my band the Reigning Monarchs, not a bunch of dudes who are trying. Not gas station shirts. So you named the I dudes named... that you have to pay to show up to places the Reigning Monarchs. Yeah. You should have named them the yes. Ironics. They re they they rain they they uh, cost a lot of money. <laughs> hey, listen, you guys, is it's, it cool? It's what, you know, for our gig, our gig in Orange County, is it cool if I pay you guys with a couch? Because um, so if I pay, listen, here's the deal, Greg. I'm gonna need just twenty five dollars to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> I'm gonna give you back 
50 to not talk about your pants. But for that fee, I need you to pay me back 100 just to stand next to you on stage while I play. Okay, cool. Can I pay you in pants? <laughs> Gentlemen, please step right up. Who's at 34, 32? There you go, brother. Check your inseam. You've lost your mind. You've lost your mind. What happened to us? Um, on for Father's Day, so here's my last thing. Do you know what, do you know what I had? My daughters made uh, oh, me. Oh, fuck. I didn't call my dad. He didn't call me. He's not supposed to. I I am a father now. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Hey, he dad, away. if you're listening. He, he checked that a while ago. Happy Father's He's Day. He's got better taste. He heard about that. He heard about that Vernon Reed podcast and he left immediately. Fuck, he loved it. I loved Kelly. W. Kamal. He loved, he loved Jim Carrey. He loved the he whole all fucking, the weigh-ins. Loved them all, man. Yeah, men on the, film. He loved the Fly Girls. Men on film. Oh man, he loved that stuff. Uh, my daughters made me Tim Tam ice cream. What? Yeah, they. We have an ice cream maker, and they got the Arnots, and they made Tim Tam ice cream. What? And it was. It was as good as the words that I'm saying. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It was, I, I, wanna, I actually started crying during it. I want to, right now, I want to... Just like I've seen the new Coco I wanna, Chanel. I want to pull your mouth open. Right? I want to pull your fucking mouth open. By the teeth. Pull it open. <laughs> Rip it open. I want to climb inside of, yeah. your, inside of your fucking mouth and go down into your body to try and find what is left of the Tim Tam ice cream. Just to taste it. I want to say to you, thank you for saying somewhere on the internet that I am stupid. You said uh, the his show sounds bad because Greg needs a mic and something about me being stupid. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you. Because every time you say that, I know just exactly how handsome I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I must have really wore the right shirt that day. I must really, really be in good shape for him to have to say that on a message board. Many mints. Yo, dude, let me tell you something. No, you didn't If you me. reached inside the lion's mouth, the yeah. lion would bite off your arm and throw your panda body across... No, the den. It, if I reached inside of the lion, it would start coughing and pants would come out. So stupid, Scottish-looking, a pattern, right? Is it a Scottish-looking pattern? Argyle. Fuck, I knew it. Yeah. You're so fucking predictable. Mini mints. I was at Trader Joe's. Yeah. And I'm just cruising around thinking, I'll look at the, I'll look at the ice cream. Uh-huh. I'll look at the ice cream and it's sad. It's yeah. like sorbet. Right, right, right. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. chocolate sorbet. Yeah, that's what, what the fuck is that? that is. That's what you know what sorbet is. It's the lie. It is the fucking lie. The sugar and fruit has just as much sugar as ever. Don't fucking eat some. If you're gonna fucking shove some shit in your mouth, just get the fatty fat shit. Don't play around with fruit sugar. You're gonna get just as fat. I, I would not be surprised if someday if I heard there was oh, a shooting for sorbet. There's a shooting at a Trader Joe's, mm -hmm. and the dude just said chocolate sorbet. Like that was his fucking reason. So I'm looking at the chocolate sorbet and the other sorbets, which are, you know what, I'm not on a fucking island, right? People on a tropical yeah. island. Yeah. I'm a man. I need yeah. ice cream. So yeah, I look yeah. at the ice cream. The ice cream's like vanilla, and then it's like Trader Joe's, you know, brand. But yeah. Fuck you. Give me some. Give me some fish food by. by yeah, me. yeah, yeah. By Ben and Jerry. Oh, I what you're Jesus. About. I would. I would rape that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm looking. I have actually just rubbed my balls in it. And everyone's oh, dropping. I teabag my. Isn't that I great? The ice cream. Yeah, and then you dunk it down. And then uh, so. Hi. Mini mints. Are we done? Oh my god. That's why I told you. 
No, no, that'd be awesome. Like, it, like the yeah. podcast goes really quiet, and then Amira's here, and then she's like, oh, the kids can hear it. And if you think what we were just talking about, they, then, then everyone will know bad parent, what a bad parent I am. And I'll be doing the podcast. Okay, can we come back? We'll talk about the ice cream next week. Yeah, that was really bad. We can also talk about the ice cream downstairs. No, we're done. No, we're done. It's just, it's just. Yeah, that's it. That's really bad now. Let's just end it. (laughs) (laughs) Just put the hit hit end. I've been through all kinds of changes. Cut my hair, dyed it black in stages. Been in trouble with the law, but that's all over now. I'm ready for the big time, 51-7. Left home, don't think my five brothers ever noticed. Mom half-baked on weed in Scientology. Stand to see them pushed around, messed with or fucked up.